0: Okay. Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is in the Daram Daf nun, vav. We are holding on the top of Daf Nun vav, at, alef, at the Mishnah. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children and the Ilan mother. Asimcha Shalom, and it's also sponsored by Hindi and Mendy Yudin. The Zeichenishmas, Mendy's grandmother, Mrs. Lillian Yudin, Leah Bas Avram Chaim. Today, the Nisham Shav Aliyah. We thank both sponsors very, very much for these sponsorships. So we're again continuing in this series of Mishnayis of what's included and what. We're in what when you certain Loshonos of the Darim, what's included. So first, the Mishnah is going to have a machlokas whether bias includes an Aliyah as well. When you take a neder from a bias, does it include the Second floor of the bias as well. and the Gemara is going to try to associate two other sources with one of these opinions in the Mishnah as to whether bias uh, includes Aliyah. Then the next Mishnah is going to have a machlokas so whether a dargish is included in the term mita. Mita means a bed. Is a dargish uh, also a type of bed? The Gemara is going to bring two opinions of what exactly a dargish is because we just have this Mishnah that discusses whether a dargish is a bed, but we never heard a dargish. So what exactly is a dargish? And it's going and try to prove from dina Kfiyas Hamita and other Dinim of Avelis of Yeshiva Alamita whether a Dargesh is in fact a, what, exa- what exactly a Dargesh uh, is. So that's going to be the bulk of, uh, of of the rest of Ahmed Aleph and Ahmed Bez. And then the last Mishnah on Ahmed Beyes, halfway through Ahmed Bays, is going to talk about. Two things, how far outside of the city is still considered to be the ear. If a person takes a neder from the city, does does that include some area around the city? And how much is included in bias? A person takes another from a bias, what exactly does that include? And that's going to lead the Gemara into a discussion uh, as to where a Kohen stands when he closes off a bias haminuga. That if you have a bias that has saras, so where exactly, when the Kohen has to close it off, uh, that has to close off the bias, does he stand inside the bias, outside the bias, or could he be far away and just have a shliach do it? So what exactly is the role where a Kohen stands when he closes off a bias? So let's begin at the Mishnah on the top of Nunvav Ahmed Aleph. A person takes an from a bias not to enter a bias, so he's allowed to enter into the aliyah that's on top of the bias, because the, the aliyah apparently is not considered part of the bias, because uh, the ground floor is called bias, the top floor is called aliyah, so it has its own name, Divir Rabbi Meir, that's where Meir, mayor holds that aliyah is not included in bias. And the disagree, and they say, when you say bias, you mean the top floor, as well even though it has its own name when people speak of the two of them together they call it's true people call the bottom floor a bias they also call the entire unit the entire building a bias and therefore when a person says bias it includes both the bottom floor and the top floor But if a person takes another, nether he says i'm just taking another nether from the aliyah then everyone agrees he's the bias is not included because no one refers to the bottom floor as an aliyah you may refer to the top floor as a bias as part of the bias but you would never refer to the bottom floor as an aliyah so that's the fundamental machlokas when a person takes a nether from a bias is the aliyah included in the in the neder? now the uh, the the gemara brings the abrasa that's going to darshan a pasuk that talks about uh nige batim that talks about sara'as of a uh, of a bias so based on that drasha, the gemara is going to try to figure out who the author of the brayza is? Which of the tanaim in our mishnah fits with the brayza that we're about to quote? So, Mantana. Who is the Tana that darshens the Pasuk about a negatzar'as on a bias as follows? Beveis, Larabbos As, there's a girsa issue over here, whether it's hayatzia or hatsavua, and then Beveis, aliyah, Whether it's yatzia or tzavua, that's not really our focus over here, because our focus is the second Rasha. That Beveis is Larabbas Hasaliyah. That uh, that that a negatsaras doesn't only apply in the uh, ground floor of the bias, it's Larabbos, the actual word bives comes says aliyah that it includes the second floor of the bias as well. Nevertheless, even though we're focused on that second Russia and not the first one, we do have to make sense of the first one. So what does that mean? L'rabbl says hayetzia or hatsavua. So yetzia the uh, the shidugvetz is called the Ritz means one of two things: either some type of porch that's in front of the aliyah, meaning that that, that uh, you would get into the aliyah through that porch. Like sometimes you have like at these uh, motels where you see from the outside yeah there's an outdoor uh, steps that you go up to get to the uh, to the porch in front of the aliyah or they would make an aliyah from one wall of the other wall in the middle of the house and uh, they would uh, and they would be like an attic and they would put things there so that's the uh, yatsia that's what yatsia would be uh, the rashim talks about that it's a binyan cut on some binyan gadol, some sort of smaller structure like a garage type of structure next to a uh, a larger binyan that would be yatsia the ran however quotes that tose has a problem with the Girsa of Yetziya that we have in the Gemara, because in the Taurus Quran, the Medrish Darshan's are the opposite, that Pekiros ha Bayis velo pekiros ha that Negatsaras does not apply to the Yetziya. So for our Gemara to say, Beves lerabos ha is against the Medrash, that uh, if there's a Nega in the Yetziya, the Medrash says the Bayis does not become Tameh, and therefore the Ran says the correct Girsa should be Beves lerabos hatsavua, which means that the din of negoim on a house is even if the house is painted something other than white, if the house has uh, some color paint on it. So you need to, we need to be marba that nigebatim batim uh, uh, apply. Even when the house has some color to it, why do I need a reboy for that? Because when it comes to nigei begadim, when it comes to tsaraas unclothing, the Mishnah says in the eleventh parak of Meseches Negoim that begadim that have color are not mitame bnegoim because uh, the uh, the, the, uh, the 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 Chachamim darshan that since uh, the t- the only two types of begadim that have a din of a begad mitaraisa at least according to many Rishonim are tzemer and pishtim and nigei begadim only apply to a beged of tzemer of of either wool or linen so the ham darshan just like pishtim it's not the derech to be tzaveya. they would only make uh pishtim in the natural color that it comes in (coughs) they would never uh, they would never apply dye to pishtim so to the tzemer has to be only in the natural white color and not if it's uh right we know that we know that semer is the only thing that you would dye you wouldn't dye pishtim that's why we put cheles only on uh can only apply to, uh, to 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 you have uh, that the halacha is that if you have uh, that you're allowed to have linen uh, strings, but the tchelis strings can't be linen because it doesn't work. The dye doesn't take to Pishtim. The dye only takes the summer And that's how we know that say that you're allowed to have shotness in your tzitzis. Because I know that a beget shall Pishtim is chayiv in tzitzis, but the only way to put tzitzis in is if I put tzitzis in it, and, uh, and tzitzis by definition is wool. Wool is the only thing that will actually draw, that will actually uh, um, that will actually absorb the dye. Pishtim doesn't absorb the dye, So when it comes to Negei begadim, we have this drasha that just like Pishtim has to be in its natural form, Semir is also only in its natural form. Is it going to be matame binagayim when it comes to uh, the tsarasan clothing? So I would have thought that the same applies to Tsarasan batim. That only the raw material in its natural form is going to be subject to Tsarasan batim. So kamashmalan. That's why I need the says hatsavua that beveis that even if you've painted your house some other color, it's still going to be subject. To uh, to negate batim to Tzara'as on the house, but again that's not our focus. Our focus is on the other drasha that the says aliyah that we have a reboy in the pasuk to include the aliyah the include the uh, the top floor in the uh, in the, the uh, parsha of uh, Tzara'as on the house. So don't you see that uh, that that so, so who's the author of which shita in our mishnah is 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 that uh, bresa assuming like so I'm Rav it must be assuming that. Like like rabbi Meir who holds that an aliyah is not included in a house because if it were like the rabbanan the rabbanan hold that aliyah is automatically included as part of bias so i wouldn't need an extra positive to tell me that the aliyah can also be subject Of course, it can be. If you hold that uh, part of a bias is that an aliyah is part of a bias, why wouldn't it be subject to negate bottom? I don't need a reboy. The fact that I need a reboy tells me that the default position that without a reboy, I would assume a bias is an, uh, an aliyah is distinct. From a bias, and therefore, it must be that uh, this brysa is following the shita of Rabbi Meir in our mishnah. So says the Gemara. No, this brysa might even be assuming, like the Rabbana in the world that an aliyah is part of the bias. So Bayukra, and I still need a rebuy in the pasuk to tell me when it comes to negat on the house that an aliyah is included because the salka because there is a counter pressure to tell me not to include an aliyah. I might have thought it says that apply when your so i might have thought that that phrase base tells me that it's only the part of the bias that's closer to the land the bias that only that which is attached to the ground itself is considered a bias alia but if the aliyah is not attached to the ground it 's all the way up so since there's this counterforce to tell me meaning the default position in might be that an aliyah is part of the bias but since I I have a that tells me base aret that I would I would think to uh, is indicating to me that the aliyah is not part of the bias when it comes to nigebatim. That's why I need beves to the rabbi says aliyah. That's why I need an extra riboy in the past. tell me that aliyah is also included in nigebatim. So therefore we cannot say that the bryce is dafka going like rameir. The bryce could be going like the chachamim as well. So says the gemara. Okay, let's try a different Maimran, see if that's taking a stand in this machlokas between rameir and the chachamim which Tana is being followed. By when he tells me, Bias Bevesi ni Not a din in Niga'im, uh, and not a din in Nidarim, but a din in just Mecca Memkar. A guy says, I'm selling you a Bias Bevesi And I don't say what Bias. I just tell you, I'm selling you a Bias Bevesi So if the Mochal, and they made a Kenyan, they made a transaction, and the guy paid for it. So, if, uh, so a very trusting buyer, that, <laughs> he's sight unseen. He's just buying Bias Bevesi so you know so so if the mocher wants he could show him a top floor apartment even though that's not so Geschmack. it's not so pleasurable to live in such a place as the rush points out you know I constantly have to go up and down the street don't have elevators so now sometimes the top floor of the penthouse that's the most desirable location you get the most beautiful view whatever and you have an elevator shabbos elevator you get everything right but uh but it used to be so it was a big tircha. you schlep the groceries got to bring them up all all the stairs so uh so he says yeah that's what i meant to tell when I said bias bevesi, I meant this aliyah. So, uh, and that's fine. That's part of bias bevesi. So the Gemara's is medayik time bias shev bevesi. Animochalochu. Why is he allowed to show him the aliyah? Because he used the phrase bias Sheb bevesi. Avol But if he just used the phrase bi- the the word bias, if he just would have identified the location as a bias, enu aliyah. That would not include the aliyah. Ooh, Soleimah Rabbi Meir. That seems to follow the sheet of Rabbi Because Romero holds that the Aliyah is not part of the bias. And here you have that. When is the Aliyah considered uh, to be... When, when do we assume that you might have meant the Aliyah when you use such a phrase of bias shebebeisi? But just a regular word bias does not include the Aliyah. That seems to align perfectly with Rabbi Meir and against the Rabbanon. Sogmar says, nah, this is not a great riot either. the teim We could even say that the chilek of Ravhuna between bias and bias shebebeisi applies to the sheet of the Rabbanon as well. Uh, according to the Sheet of the Rabbanim, Bayis Stam also includes Aliyah because it's uh, included in Bayis when uh, Rav Huna says that uh, Bayis Shebebeisi you're allowed to show him the Aliyah my Aliyah what does the Rav Huna mean when he says you're allowed to show him the Aliyah it means Mu'ula Shebebatin it means the very best of your homes that since you said Bayis Shebebeisi and you didn't say uh, you didn't say and we mean the Mu'ula Shebebeiso it means the very best part of your uh, of your bias, so uh, so, so so since he's, uh, so, uh, therefore it has nothing to do with the aliyah. It's talking about which which part of your house you're, you're showing him. Min aliyah doesn't mean the top floor in that context. In our context, when we talk from Lashon and Darim in our Mishnah, we want to know is the top floor considered part of the bias. So that's what we have our machlokas tanaim about. But one is teaching me totally different. Then to a guy says bias shem He's got to show he, he's got to show min aliyah. He's got to Show him not the top floor, he's gotta show him his very best bias. That's what he means. Bias Shababesi. So it has absolutely nothing to do with uh, with our discussion of whether a top floor is considered part of part of the uh, the bias. The mashma'us is that the maskar of the Gemara over here is that uh, Rav Huna could even be following the, shita, the Chachamim, but that's only if you explain that when Rav Huna says the word Aliyah he means he means his very best nechasin. but if you say that Aliyah just means the Aliyah's habayis, then Rav Huna would have to be following Rabbi Meir. Meaning if when Rav Huna said Aliyah that the seller can show him the Aliyah, it actually means the second floor, well then he must be following shita's Rabbi Meir that only when you say bias can you show him the second floor but if you were to just said bias, it would not include the second floor the Iran points out that this same sugya or a similar sugya appears in Masechus Menachos on Dav Kufches and over there the Maskana is the exact opposite of the Maskana that we have over, over here over there we also quote Rav Huna in the name of Ula and the Maskana the Gemara within Rav Huna is that the Aliyah means alias Habayis and when Rav Huna used it he means alias Habayis and it's Yad and the lokeach is not able to demand the uh, the best. He can only t- he's got he's got to be stuck with the aliyah because the mocher is muchak and the nechassim. The lokeach is the motzi. So it turns out the, that the sheet of the gemara over there is that the dinner of ravuna is within is going according to shitas rabbi Meir. That the dinner of ravuna is not like uh, the chacham. It's going with shitas rabbi Meir That aliyah is uh, generally not included in uh in bias However, the Ran quotes from Ramban that even if you're gonna learn that the mask of the Gemara menachos that the Aliyah means when Rahuna says aliyah he means Aliyah habayis, he means the second floor, it could be that uh, that Ravuna is still aligned with the chachanan It's just that he he he's uh, saying a lomi bay ka'amar. He's saying lomi bay you don't even need to tell me when a guy says Bayas lach that he's able to show him the Aliyah because Aliyah is included in bias like the Chamold, but even if you say, Bayis Bibesian, ni Mokalach, where by we would assume that you're using a Lashon of mal Yusa, you're using a Lashon of, 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 of saying that it's an enhancement, it's something better, it's the best of my stuff, nevertheless, the Gavayi since Yala Lokeach al Tachtona, you're still allowed to show him the Aliyah. So that's what the run quotes from the Ramban, that whereas you get the impression from our Gemara, that if when Ravuna says Aliyah, he means the actual Aliyah Sabayis, then he must be assuming like Reb The Gemara Menachos tells me not so. That even if Rav Huna meant Aliyah, even if Rav Huna meant the uh, top floor, still he's going. He could even be going like the Shita of the uh, of the Chachamim. So that's what the Ran points out over here. Okay, new Mishnah. Hanodim person takes a neder from a mita mutar bedargush. So he's, uh, the dargush is not considered part of the mita. The Gemara is going to discuss what exactly a dargush is. But whatever it is, Reb Mayer holds. It's not included in the word mitah. And the l'chams say, dargish is included in the word mitah. But everyone agrees that if you take a nether from a dargash, then a mitah is not included in uh, dargash. So it says the Gemara, my dargash, what does the word dargash mean? So we're going to have two possibilities. First, it says, Gemara Ula. It is a mita that they used to make for mazel. They would set it aside, a mitzah in the house that they would not sleep on. It was just designated there for the sake of mazel. Mazel is called gada. That's the, the, the word the, the the Gemara uses for uh, mazel because we find when Leah names her son God, she said ba God, which means that I've had mazel tov, that I've had a positive mazel by being able to have this child. So you see, gada God is a lotion of. <coughs> <clears throat> is a lotion of Mazel. The Gemara in Shabbos of Samachzai and Be'ez also says a person is not allowed to say which means that a person says to his mazal uh, that his mazal mazali and uh, l- let my muzzle be uh be alive and let it be uh, active and not tired and uh, you know, so you, so you see uh, uh, that uh, uh you shouldn't say that because that's dark amori but again you see that the lotion of god gidi is god and gidi means a muzzle. it's a lotion of muzzle. so apparently they used to set aside a, a mita in the house that they wouldn't use uh, for mazl. So w- w- what does that mean exactly? What's the nature of that? So the Rush writes that the Indian of a mazel of a bias is that there's a sar that's Mamuna al-ashirus, that there's uh, some uh, malach that Hashem has that uh, takes care of a person's ashirus, of a person's uh, wealth, and uh, he's always around the house, and to make sure that it's, uh, that it's clean and neat, and only a clean and neat house is going to be uh, blessed with, uh, with ashirus. Uh, that's what the Gemara Pesachim assumes in the 10th paragraph that when things are a mess, so then um, it's, a, it's a school for not having ashiras. It could mean that it means whatever you have, you're not going to appreciate because everything's a mess. Whereas when things are Mesudar, you're able to appreciate that which, you, uh, that which you have. But the minute was, they would keep one bed always made untouched. So in case they were having one of those days where they didn't make any of the beds in the house, there was at least somewhere in the house that was neat. So that was like the neat corner of the uh, of the house. So the Malach, that's Mamuna on the Ashirus, will know that he can, uh, you know, that that uh, there is at least somewhere that uh, that the bracha of Ashirus could be could be chal. The Shiduk Mavetzah says that they would do it meaning similar to a brismila, you have a kisei kise for Elio and Avi, so you'd have uh, you know, to show that there is always room for more than the people that are just living in this house. So they would leave this mitzah to, to sort of indicate not that. You know, Eliyahu Navi sits on the Kisei Shalom. Eliyahu. It's just showing that there's there's someone else here that Eliyahu is Malchabris and he shows up. So so too you, you show that there's a Baruch Hu Always has a place in this house. Not that a Baruch Hu is physical or that he sleeps in the bed. It's just a way of indicating that there's uh, that there's more than just the people that live in the house. You know, all the Akronim are a little bit bothered by you know what, what is this? Is it, you know, this this uh, seems a little bit like Darkei Amori. This seems a little bit uh, different than what we would normally uh, you know. Normally be happy with. So uh, why isn't it a violation of nichush that you're leaving a mitum yuchedas for a muzzle that the ashirus is going to be chal, so that should be a violation of losinachshu, <clears throat> and it's the derecha akum to do things like this, so it's darke, it's darke amori, so they make all sorts of uh, chilukim. The tshuvas haridvaz writes that you could say that it's not called nichush. it's a siman to be mechazek the mazl, Right? Meaning, let's say, uh, the fact that uh, the Ramah writes that when you get married, you get married under the stars, that it's a good idea, it's a mazl, it's a simon tov, to get married under the stars, so that's why from wedding halls they have like a you know a window on the top, a skylight on the top, so that you can be under the stars. And that's why some are makli. I think by chabad they're that it has to be outdoors mamish. It could be twenty below out of the chuppahs outdoors mamish. Got to be under the stars. So what kind of neichlus is that? What they're going to have a happy marriage if they and, and have children if they get married under the stars, and otherwise they're not going to have a happy marriage and have children. What kind of uh, what kind of what kind of no, nah, it's not a nichush. It's just saying you know, it's like a color wearing a white dress. It doesn't mean that she's necessarily pure if she's wearing a white dress, not necessarily. But it's it's appropriate to show that uh, you know it's an indicator of uh, you know of uh, you know it's just, it's just the appropriate behavior to sort of show a simin bracha. So that's what this dargish is. That's how the achronim understand the nature of this dargish. So it's, it's there as for the muzzle of the bias. So ullah So Ula translated. That's what the word dargish means. So the Rabban said. Him. Well, wait a second. Does that fit throughout Shas? That that's what the word Dargish means, that it means a special bed that they never used. Hadetna, and we have a Mishnah, Mesech Sanhedrin, Kishain Mavrin also. If you have a king that one of his relatives died and he has to sit shiva, so when they would bring him his suudas havraa after he returned from the levaya, when you return from the levaya, the first meal that the uh, family eats is not from their own food; it has to be supplied by the community, usually bagels and uh, egg salad and things like that. So they would, when they bring him the suudas havraa, kola ha'amisubin ala aretz. But when it's the melech sitting shiva, everyone else would sit on the ground in order to be mishtatef in his avelus. But he sits on the dargish because he's a melech. He's supposed to maintain the dignity of his office. But if you hold that the dargish is a bed that they would never use, how does that make sense? And the whole rest of the year, he never ever used that bed. And now, pumped when he's in avelus, that's when he's going to go and use this special bed. So he sits on a throne all of a sudden when he's in avelus. That doesn't make sense that he would uh, that you would upgrade his uh, the place where he sits when uh, when 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 he's uh, when he's in avelus. So. Uh, so says the Gemara Mask of Ravina. Ravina says what's so troubling about that meaning we do upgrade him in a certain sense it should be just like meat and wine the whole rest of the year when he's not in avelus, if he wants to have meat and wine, he can. And if he doesn't want, he's in the mood for milchigs at night. That's perfectly fine as well. But when it comes to an Avel, we could feed him meat. We could give him wine. Right? The Gemara says, Wine is there. The whole purpose of wine is to be menachim Avelim. Meat also, uh, you know, I often get the shayles. An Avel a lot of meat. Of course an Avel is a lot of meat. An onain is not allowed to have meat or wine. But an avel, that's considered disrespectful to the nifta that's not yet uh, buried. But an avel, an avel is absolutely allowed to have meat. He's absolutely allowed to have wine. So just like we upgrade the menu for him, so is it so strange that we're going to upgrade his uh, seating arrangements and that we're going to allow him to sit on a Dargish which is not normally used so Ella, if you want to challenge Ula, you want to challenge the idea that Ula says that a Dargish is a special bed that was never used, Ella HaKasha, here's the way to challenge it the Tanya, because it says not a Melech now, just a regular Avel, that there is a din called Kfiya Samita, that in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, by an Avel you turn over the beds, so Dargish the Dargish they would not turn over, Ella zokfo. what does Ella Zogfo mean? So the rush right means you just leave it you leave it uh, upright uh, other uh, Rishonim say no it means you do zokvo you stand it on its end you just don't flip it all the way over you stand it on its end but a Dargish doesn't get a regular kfiasa mita. But, but if you're going to say that a Dargish is a mita that's just made from Mazel and no one ever sleeps on it but tiny we have another brysa that when you do kfiasa you do only do kviya samita on the others bed you do kviya samita on all of the beds in the house even the ones that nobody's sleeping on so why wouldn't you be doing samita on the dargish it's one of the if a dargish is just a regular bed it's just that you never use it so it should require kviya samita just like all the other beds that nobody's using require kviya samita so it says hello kasha no that's not really a kasha the fact that you kofa all the mitos in the house is <coughs> talking about those mitos that you would use to actually sleep on. But an arsa de Gada, which is made just for a muzzle and it's not made for sleeping, it does not require kfiyah. Just like if you would have a mitah that's designated just to keep kalem on. So like you have uh, two beds in your room, one that you sleep on, the other that you dump all your clothing on, right? So uh, so, so if that that's a mitah, so no one ever sleeps on it, so that doesn't require kfiyah either. If you have a mitah that's designated not for sleeping on, just to put You don't need to be called the mita. If you want to question Ula's definition of dargish, here is how you question Ula's definition of dargish. So far, we tried twice, right? We tried to question him from the din of a Kohen gadol sitting on a dargish, the din of a melech rather. sitting on a Dargish when he's, uh, when he's in Avelas, and we said, why does that make any sense, that he's going to all of a sudden upgrade his seating arrangements? We said, no, that makes sense. It's not such a problem. And the second challenge, why is it that we don't do Kvya Samita on a Dargish if it's just a regular bed? Well, it makes sense, because it's not a bed that's meant for sleeping on. So now a third a third potential challenge to Ula's definition of Dargish. Tanya, we have a price uh, that tells us from Shmuel that in that same discussion about and amitah Dargesh from Shmuel disagrees with the Tanakama and holds that dargish matir Karbitov, that when you have a dargish you undo the straps of the dargish that hold the uh, the, the part that you lie on the leather piece that you lie on that holds it to the uh, to attach it to the frame vuhunafel so when you undo that the leather piece that you would lie down on falls to the ground so the dargish arsudagadu who karbited but it's just a regular bed that uh, is just has a different function that it's there for muzzle. What sort of rituos? What do you know? Why does it have straps that a regular bed doesn't have? This so it sounds like it's uh, it's 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 structurally a different type of bed. It doesn't sound like it's just the same. You know that it's a bed like any other bed with a different purpose the implication of Shumayim Leel is that it's structurally a, uh, a different uh, a different bed. So that's the uh, that's a real kasha Anullah. And based on that kasha the Gemara is going to have to say you know what? Maybe Dargish means something else. Maybe Dargish does not just mean a regular bed that's just designated for Mazel. But we, we said a lot over here in this uh, this discussion. First of all we had mentioned that you want to wonder why it is that we upgrade the Melech seating arrangement uh, when he's in Aval? Well we upgrade his menu also. We give him is that really a din? That an Ovel has to have basar v'yayin? That he must eat basar v'yayin? Hagos Maimonios' Medayik from our Syria, That yes, an Ovel is schayev In eating basar and drinking yayin Similar to a Yom where you have a chiv Of uh, basar v'yayin Beis Yosef in Yerodeus in Meshina'in Ches Quotes this Hagos Maimonios' <coughs> and he points out that there's a Yishalmi in the third paragraph of Brachos that sounds the opposite that an oval should not eat meat the Yushalmi says that if you're an Ovel what are you doing eating meat and drinking wine so the Beis Yosef says that sometimes when we use the term Avelus we mean what we call Avelus and sometimes when we use the term Avelus we mean what we call Aninus that an onin is not allowed to have Basr V'yayin so it could be that when the Yerushalmi says that it's not appropriate to have yain, it's talking about an O-Name. In the Hagos of the base Hillel, on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, one of the Achronim called the base Hillel, not to be confused with the Beis Hillel, on the side of the Shulchan Aruch, in Yerde'as in Mishinayin Ches, he says that Sh'tiyas Yayin is a Mitzvah, because the Gemara Nerevin says that, and even a Nazir is allowed to drink wine, uh, like by Kiddush and because a Sh'tiyah shal Mitzvah is not included in the Naziris. So uh, so he's allowed to drink wine for a However, the Archa Shulchan says that there's no mitzvah, not even to drink a little bit of wine. It just means that wine is helpful sometimes to an oval, but not that it's a mitzvah to eat meat and drink wine. So we assume that it's het or gum, or he's absolutely allowed to eat meat and drink wine, but he's certainly not obligated to eat meat and, uh, and, to, and to drink uh, to drink wine. Another issue that we brought up over here is the idea that an ovel is not ochel mishalot, that he doesn't eat any of his own food in the first meal. That's what we call the su'udas havra'ah. So there is a why is it that he's not allowed to eat from his own food that we have to provide the Avel with the first meal he, he could have he, he just had a whole Shabbos and uh, Nebuchadnezzar he found out right after Shabbos his relative died Levi was Sunday morning he's got a fridge full of leftovers they just had company the whole Shabbos they can't eat why can't they eat their own food why do we have to bring them bagels and uh, an and egg salad he, uh, he'd rather have whatever uh, whatever's in his fridge from the leftovers so Beis Yosef quotes from that since he's that since so he's not going to eat. He's very uh, distraught. So we bring him food as a way of encouraging him to eat because it's derech You know, you have your own food in the fridge. You could ignore it and eventually, uh, you know, uh, you throw it out. But uh, but but someone else brings you food. It's not derech not to eat. So we want to encourage him that he should eat. The lavush says it's a menachim the to show him that we're with him in the tzar. So we don't know how to do that. Jews are we're not so good. We don't talk with words so well. We talk with food, right? So we uh, we bring we bring food to show that. That we're uh, that we're with you, that we're joining in your tzar together. Um, the uh, the the Mahari in the Shevet Yehuda wonders why do Chazal aser eating mishlo a suddus for the Tova ha'avel? So we're going to make an Isra on him for his own good, meaning for the Tovas ha'avel. Just, just say you don't you, that he shouldn't have to be matriach, but that he's not allowed to. So he says that the reason that we bring him food is uh, we, we're afraid that if he's cooking, uh, then he's going to be it's going to be a Hasa from the Avelos, if he's busy. Preparing his own food, it's going to be asked There it could be enough Meaning if it's a din avellim, so then when uh Rashad pointing this out, when do you deliver the food? Right? When do you deliver the Sudh Savra? So you always want to make sure by the time they get back from the cemetery that they should have the Sudh Savrad there. So do you meet them as they get back from the cemetery and bring them the Sudh Savrad then? Or maybe it's much easier that uh, in the morning before they go to the Levaya, just drop off the Sudh Savrad, they'll have it there, and then when they come back, we'll be waiting for them. But if it's a din in nikhlam, you're not allowed to be Menachem the Avel before he's in Avel. When he's still in Onay, there's no din of nichem Avelim. So our mice of dropping off the food, of providing them with the food, has to be only when they're already in Avel, not before. But if it's just a din that they shouldn't be Toreach, that he shouldn't have to worry about making a meal, because that's going to be chadash from the Avelos, so then such a din that he he shouldn't be Toreach, that you could even supply the food in advance. A lot of people don't realize that, that there's such a din that nichem Avelim only applies when a person is Novel became like a very popular thing at uh, at funerals that the family waits in like a room before the funeral starts and everyone comes in and is menachim then. that's not really proper the, they, they should uh, not be greeting people at that uh, at that point because there's no nicham avelim at that point nicham avelim only comes after the uh, the levaya so they want to know who's there so sign the book and you'll know who's there anyway so says the gemara ki and now back into the uh, the second possibility uh, now we're gonna have a second possibility where the dargish is so. I asked one of the Chachamim in Eretz Yisrael the Revan came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, and he says oh I, you're having a conversation where the Dargish is? I'm fresh off the boat from Eretz Yisrael and I, I had a conversation with the Talmud come there and his name is Rav Tachlifa Bar he, you don't get the sense that his father's name was Ma'rava right? meaning he was from Eretz Yisrael so he's saying Rav Tachlifa Bar Ma'rava the, the great Israeli Rabbi that used to hang out in the uh, marketplaces of people who would sell leather products. And he said, "My dargish It's a particular type of bed that was made out of leather, and the uh, edges of the bed uh, had straps that were uh, that were attached to the frame, and it was just different than a regular uh, bed. So, itmar ezu mita dargish. So, what is exactly a mita? What is a dargish structurally? If it's a different structure, what would they look like differently? So, algaba. When it came to a mita. They would have the straps um, around the aruchos samita around the uh, the frame of the bed from one end to the other end, and uh, and they would make like a uh, like a, a crisscross pattern of straps upon which they would put the ma- the mattress. Dargish misarginosum migufo, but the dargish there were in the in the uh, frames of the bed uh, there were these little holes that they would stick the straps into, uh, and they would be they would uh, attach it that way. So meisvei, so the me kli Tumma. When is the Cleates Macabal Tumah? At what point do we assume that there's a Gemar malacha that the Cleates is fully fashioned and therefore it's Eligible for Kabbalah's Tuma. So a mita vaarisa mishi A mita arisa, a bed or a crib. It's only once they've uh, they've smeared it with ar hadag, which makes it smooth, so you won't get splinters. V'i mita algaba, But if a mita is defined as that which the straps go around the the frames of the mita. Lamali Why do you need to to treat it with ar hadag anyway? It's uh, the the uh, the wooden frame is not exposed. there's straps around it, so you wouldn't need. To treat it with a dog. Now it must be that both a mita and a dargish have these holes that you stick these straps into. But mita a uli when it comes to a mita, they, they would put in and take out bibizyane uh, in the holes that are actually built into the arucha samita, built into the frame of the bed. Whereas dargish a uli vafuke the dargish had these loops that would uh, be attached to the frames of the bed, and you would attach the uh, mattress. To the loops on the uh, uh, that are on the frame of the bed, rather than to the uh, frame itself. If you have a bed that has two poles, one at either end, uh, in the middle, and then a pole that runs across the top. So when you put a cloth over it, it creates like a triangular tent. So it's very hard to turn such a bed over because it, w- it won't be sturdy. It will just flip over. So you don't have to do uh, kfiyah on such a bed. You're zokfa vidayah. You just stand it up on its side and that would be good enough. Amr biyaqo baridi, Amr levi, rabbi We paskin, like rabbi that when it comes <laughs> to a dargash, you're matir, the karvitan and you let the you untie the straps, and you let the leather piece fall to the ground and that's how you do Kviyas Hamita on a Dargish you don't do an actual Kviyas Hamita by flipping the bed over now the din of Kviyas Hamita the Gemara derives in Saksimoyed Katan is based on uh, uh, that the Tzuras Ha'adam Akrosh Baruch Hu gave us the Tzuras Sadam, and because we did Averos, there's Misa in the world, and therefore we, lo- we lose a little bit of that Salam Elokim So Kfiyah Samita is supposed to be a representation of the Salam Elokim That's what some of the Akharim say, that maybe that's where the Minna comes from, that we cover the mirrors in a, in a base Avel, because we're sort of taking, it's a Kfiyah Samita. We're taking away a little bit of a recognition of that Salam Elokim So I know the Minna Ar, Mutalikanis, Minna a nether from a city, you're allowed to go into the tchum of the 2,000 amos around that city, but you're not allowed to go within the 70 amos that are around the, uh, the city. You take a neder from a bayis, a for the You're just not allowed to go from, if the door were closed, whatever's inside the house when the door is closed. A lot of times there's like an awning or a thick doorway where the door closes all the way on the inside of the thick doorway. So if you take a nether from the bayis, you could stand inside the doorway on the outside of uh, where the door would, would Actually, close on. So, how do I know that the Ibura Shalir, the 70 amos around the city, is considered part of the city? When Yeshua was trying to figure out how to attack Yericho, so might be Yericho. What do you mean he was in Yericho? Yericho was totally walled in, it was totally closed, he had no way in. He wasn't in Yericho. Must mean that he was right around the, uh, the city of Yericho, and apparently that's called. Being in Yericho. so you see that the Ibura Shalir is considered part of the city. So it says How do you know that it's only the seventy animals? Maybe as long as you're within the Tchum of the city. because Because when it describes the tchum of the city, it says calls the Tchum chutz So you see that uh, that the Tchum is not considered in the city, uh, only the Ibor is considered in the city. I know that he said, if you take a net from the bais, you're only usher from where, inside where the door closes. So, Masav Rab Mari, or Mari asked the following, Vyatza Kohen When a Kohen is closing off a bais that has saras, Yachal Yelich le you might think that he can go back home and have a Shliach close the door, or have a long string that he just pulls from his own house that will close the door. Tamalomar El Pesach Abayis. Pesach From El Pesach Abayis, it would sound like he could stand right there inside the house, under the Mashkov, and close from there. That's why it says that he's got to be outside the house, but he's got to be right there. So how do you thread that needle? You stand right next to the mashkov, uh and close it from there. How do you know that if he either went all the way home and closed it from there, or stayed mamish right by the mashkov and close, uh, right under the mashkov and closed it from there, that it would still work? Because it says that implies so uh, from the fact that the Torah requires the Kohen to leave uh, don't you see that anywhere under the doorway even the part of the doorway that's beyond where the door will close is considered isn't that a kasha on our Mishnah so says Gemara No, over there there's a special that tells me they have to be entirely outside of the house whereas uh, when we Stam refers to bias, it means just outside of where the door would close in the house Hashem, tomorrow we'll pick up on Aleph at the top at the Mishnah everyone have a wonderful day and a prayer for